Today, we answer your questions. Is now a good time to buy a house? What's available to you if you lost your job? And what about if you got a divorce last year? Will that impact the money you're going to receive with the stimulus package? We check in with our good friend, CFP Erica Cummings from the Harmony Financial Wellness Group at RBC Wealth Management. She is often a guest here on the Seven Figures podcast, but she lately has been coming on the radio morning show that I co-host, Spazano and Sandy on 98.9 The Buzz every Monday and Friday. So I'll take that conversation. So the conversation from this morning and I'll post it right here to make sure you guys hear it too. This is the Seven Figures Podcast. Smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. Seven Figures Podcast sponsored by Advantage Federal Credit Union. Put some money back in your pocket. Auto loan rates as low as 2.49% right now at Advantage. Have a loan elsewhere? Refinance it today with Advantage. Apply online at AdvantageFCU.org. Good morning, Erica. Good morning. Good morning. How was your week? It was uh, It was good. You know, we're still, the coming house is adjusting. Uh-huh, it certainly is. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit like Groundhog Day, you know. Some, <laughs> I have to check to see what day of the week it is, but uh, I, I'm sure that most people can relate right now. Uh, well, we got a lot of questions when it comes to our money, and, and right now, it, more than ever, uh, we need advice, you yeah. know? We need you to hold our hand, yeah. Erica. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a, a good week in the market, so, you know, yes, better than last. Yeah. But what do they call it? A, a bear trap where it seems like everything's okay, but we know it really isn't. We're not out of the bear market. Well, we're not out of the bear market yet, but it's it's impossible to predict where we are in all of this. So the market is a forward, it's a forward predictor or a forward looking mechanism. So a lot of what's priced in is what we're expecting to happen in the future. So mm-hmm. that is somewhat hopeful that the market is well aware of the fact that we most likely could be in recessionary times now or will be in soon. And so it's possible that we may have seen kind of the bottom, but we'll have to see. You see, I kind of like look at the market like it's like a scared little dog. <laughs> Right. Like it it's is, like, so if like someone sneezes, the dog's like, oh, oh my God, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, kind it's of like mar- what the market's like right now. It's kind of yeah, like, the mar- yeah. It's it schizophrenic at best. All right. Yeah. So you guys can always reach out to us, 222-2899, if you want to shoot Scotty or me an email directly or a Facebook message, however you want to get your question to us, we will ask Erica. So yeah. we had uh, one question, uh, a direct message from, um, Somebody who said way before the coronavirus concern, my husband and I decided now was a good time for us to move out of our apartment and into a house with Mm. the recent drop in interest rates. It's making us want to move quickly. uh, But is this a good time to buy a house? So this is both situational and there's always just fundamental answers to this question. So obviously you need to make sure that you can afford the house regardless of the situation. You should never look at interest rates as the primary the primary reason you buy a home because you have to be able to afford it regardless. Mm-hmm. So there's no doubt that we are at historic lows when it comes to mortgage rates. So yeah, this is a great time if you want to refinance. This is a great time if you are in fact in a good financial position to be buying a house. The one thing I would Obviously, caution is make sure your jobs are stable in this environment. Uh, Make sure that you're not in a position where you could see a layoff or you could see your pay getting caught because 
that obviously is going to change the situation down the road. Now, hopefully, for most people, it takes about 60 days to close. It might even take longer in this current environment because it's really difficult to just do normal things, even just getting appraisals and being able to do walkthroughs. It's kind of an interesting time. So the other benefit to that is we may see housing prices decline a bit, so it could become more of a buyer's market. But you really just want to make sure that you're buying the house because you can afford it and it's something that you planned on doing. If that's the case and you think your job is secure, you're not going to be completely utilizing all of your emergency reserves and all of your your savings, then yeah, this could be a great opportunity. Um, and also, like I said, a really good opportunity for people to refinance too if they're if they're stuck in in mortgages that higher have higher interest rates. Well, how much of a percentage point should you move into if you have? I mean, if it's only a point, does that make a big difference, or maybe a point and a half, two points? It's a- it depends on a couple of variables. Usually a point is where you start to consider it. Uh, also, how long do you plan on being in the house? Because remember, it's a whole new round of closing costs, too. Right. So if you're going to be paying six, seven, eight thousand dollars $8,000 in closing costs, and then you don't plan on being there for another, you know, more than five years, then you may not recoup that. You really want to take a look at each situation and decide whether or not you're going to stay in the house or whether or not you want to try and pay a little bit more. It really depends on it, but usually about a percentage, one one point is where you can at least start to say, well, there might be some safety. Really? Yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, we're on with Erica Cummings, CFP uh, from the Harmony Financial Wellness Group at RBC Wealth Management. Her business card is the size of a, of a, of a yardstick. It's awesome. <laughs> See, well, at least it's re- it's memorable. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah. When you walk in and they're sticking out of your bag like a bunch of bagats. <laughs> when you put that on your desk, I mean, that's the one that you see first. Uh, it's, it's like a CVS receipt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got another question here from Facebook, Erica. It said, "I heard yeah. this stimulus money." that um, is going to be distributed to Americans will be based on our 2018 taxes. So they just passed the big stimulus, well, or about to today, the big yeah. $2 trillion stimulus bill. It's, it says here, in 2018, I was married and a stay-at-home mom. Now I'm a single mom of three, just got laid off from my full-time job. Now will that money go straight to my ex-husband who refuses to even pay me child support? Or what can I do, if anything, to make sure that doesn't happen? So the stimulus bill, obviously, will wait till today when it's officially passed, but we have a pretty good idea of what's in it. Mm-hmm. The the single checks that are going to go out to individuals and um, children or the parents of those children, they are going to be based on either 2018 or 2019 tax returns. Oh, okay. So my suggestion in this case is to file the taxes as quickly as possible. Gotcha. Because... Then she'll be able to, now I don't know what her work situation was in 2019, because it's going to be based on that, not the fact that she's currently laid off. Mm-hmm. But if she's in a situation or was in a situation in 2019 where it was different from 18, then she can certainly get that tax return done quickly. And then hopefully that will change the outcome. But when it comes to the kids, the IRS looks at you know, who is the actual custodial parent? So if mm-hmm. she has three children and she's the custodial parent, then she's entitled to what should be $500 per child. Um, and then also it's 
if you had a direct deposit, which most of us do now, uh-huh. designated for that tax return, then that's where the money's going to go. Oh, I see. So it comes so, through that system. Cool. Yes. And so, uh, so that's the other thing. So if in 2018, they had a joint bank account and now it's different. The best thing for her to do at this point is to just get those, those 19 taxes filed as quickly as possible. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because okay. if that, Scotty, if the direct deposit was in his name, now the money's going there. Right. So that's not a good thing for her. Yeah. And, th- you know, obviously these are specifics that yeah. we will, I, I, I think everybody's going to have a certain situation where it's not going to be perfectly laid out in yeah. this stimulus plan, but they are absolutely looking at 19 taxes. It's, you get them in in time. So I would suggest that she, if it's going to benefit her to definitely get them done. And especially if she's the custodial parent, which it sounds like she is, then she'll at least make sure that the bank account on file goes to her and that she'll be able to get the funds for the children too. Yeah. Okay. There was a handful of people who are just showing their concern because they did just lose their job and Mm -hmm. they want to know what's out there that they can take advantage of. There's a lot. And I have a feeling there's going to be a lot more coming. So we can look at it from both what the federal government is doing and then also what banks and corporations are doing. Uh So the federal government, obviously, we know we're going to have individual stimulus checks. They're also uh, right now they are allowing for six months of suspension on student loan payments without any interest. And there's also discussions on a state by state basis about possible uh, rent freezing. So not having to pay your rent for a period of time. And they are currently suspending any eviction, uh, any mm-hmm. proceedings with evictions, any proceedings with, uh, with any type of um, foreclosures on homes. So I think we're going to see a lot more coming from the government too, just as time goes on, because I don't think we've seen the last of this with just the stimulus package. Uh-huh. But in terms of corporations, particularly banks, pretty much every bank is being very, very gracious with allowing for deferrals of auto loans, of mortgages, of credit card payments. And what they're doing is, especially with your mortgages and your auto loans, is they're allowing you to suspend those payments and they'll tax them on to the tail end of, of the loan. Okay, so gotcha. you're, not, you're not getting away with months worth of mortgage payments, but you don't have to pay them right now and you don't have penalties. They're also waiving a lot of your transaction fees, so overdraft fees that you see inside of your accounts because uh-huh. they realize that, that a lot of people are overdrafting, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, they are, like I said, suspending foreclosure measures. Really, it's just calling up these individual companies and just saying, I need help. Okay. okay. That's, uh, that's good to and, know. Hopefully, yeah. you know, a lot of you feel uh, a little breath, a little room, wiggle room. Everybody's giving you wiggle room, which yeah. is good to know. Yeah, yeah. I, I said this last uh, on Monday that this is nobody's fault. So, m- unlike other crises that we've been through, everybody is going to benefit if we all help each other out. So, I think ultimately that is what you're going to see from the government all the way on down. And we're doing it all on an individual basis too, supporting restaurants, takeout, all of that. That nobody wants to see people. 3.3 million jobs. We don't want to see that lost on a, on a routine basis. And we're not going to all come back to normal if we're not helping. If we're not. Oh, thank you, Erica. Yeah. That's such great advice. Thank you. We'll come back Monday. Do it again. 
Yeah, absolutely. More questions, send them right here to the buzz. Erica Cummings, certified financial planner for the Harmony Financial Wellness Group at RBC Wealth Management. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Have a good weekend, too. Thanks. Spazan and Sandy on 98.9 to buzz.